Hi there. I've just spent 200 days in an ocean-only world, and if you haven't seen 100 days yet, I recommend you go and watch that first. We made some enemies, we made some friends, and we made all of this. But in this 100 days, we make more enemies, more friends, and make all of this. That's an underwater tunnel. So if you want to see how we turn this ocean into this world, then stick around. And while you're here, you might as well just go ahead and subscribe, okay? Since the last video, we've gained over 150,000 subscribers. Can we get to 700,000? With your help, I think we can. But enough waiting around, because I spent 200 days in an ocean-only world, and here's what happened. So here we are, stranded in the end, attacking the ground for some reason, hoping to find some wings so that I don't have to do so much walking. Unfortunately, that's very hard to do with this shader, so I switched it back to potato mode. <laughs> if you know if, if you know what I mean. Anyway, it worked. I, I found one of those towers. I broke in and they said, oh look, just, just please leave us alone. I said no and stole all of their stuff. It didn't have any wings though. So we repeated the whole process again on a different tower and this time they had the boat. Inside that boat is the wings and our monster wings. Nice aiming. I always feel bad about this part. I feel like it should be a boss battle or something, but instead it's just this guy on his own and he's just like, yeah, yeah, I guess this is it then. I mean, you've killed everyone else up until this point. I'm not exactly going to stop you, am I? And he was right. He did, he did not stop me. Luckily there was a portal back just next to the tower so I flew down and on day 5 I was back home with a single chicken and a couple of emerald banks. I then combined the sword I stole from the end and then grew some more potatoes. You can never have enough potatoes. Day 106 I went to the bastion in the nether to try and find a golden apple so that I can cure a sick villager and then get better trades but I didn't find one and I knew that I wouldn't because I've already looked there. This is what desperation looks like. So I started chopping down bamboo and making them into sticks, but then I realized there's, a, there's literally an entire forest in the nether. So day 107, I headed in and began transferring wood from being in their possession into mine. I prefer it being in my possession. But then all of this deforestation caught up with me and yeah, this seems like a bad situation to be in. And that's exactly what I was thinking at the time. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, this is a bad situation to be in. Until I remembered that I, I can fly. I, I, I can literally fly. And so the deforestation continued. Day 109, I spent turning all of that wood into sticks and trading it with the villagers and trying to get some string to make some more beds. No spider spawned. A walrus did though. Day 110, I realised why no spiders were coming down the mob chute. It was because they were all being blocked off by spiders. So I went in and unblocked it, if you know what I mean. I killed them. Days 111 to 118, I spent with the villagers, making them more beds, feeding them carrots, feeding them sticks, taking advantage of their economy and just having a good old time. I then got some mending books and put a couple of them on my tools. Oh, they grow up so fast. Seriously, 20 minutes to be exact, so. Then began the extremely annoying process of finding the right enchanted book that you want. It's the worst, most boring part in this game by far, and I just spent two days straight chopping down trees. But I did get an efficiency book, and I slapped it on some of my tools, and then continued the search. Oh, see look, even, even this guy's getting bored. And now they're all getting bored, and I don't blame them. 
Look, I told you they grow up fast, see? I've got myself a little villager army now. If only they actually did something useful other than just being insanely, weirdly rich. Another day of breaking a lectern and placing it over and over again, and can you guess what I got? Nothing. <clears throat> but then, the next morning, a miracle. Sharpness 4. That'll- yeah, sure, I'll take that. I'll pretty much take anything mildly useful at this point, as long as it means I don't have to spend any more time with villagers. I spent the rest of the day fixing all of my tools, and then on day 119, another miracle. A chicken. This is also what desperation looks like. No one should ever be as excited as I am about a chicken. But you should be excited about whatever this thing is. I quickly forgot about the chicken completely. I've been looking for a side character for ages, and this could be him. Even though he, he wants to escape really badly. But more importantly, I was looking for a friend. Since I wiped Wallace from existence in 100 days, it hasn't been the same. And honestly, I don't know what I'd do if this guy died. I'm kidding. I have a heart of stone. I needed bones anyway. And a chicken. Luckily, I was about to get one. I've been waiting for another chicken for 120 days. This was definitely a visible happiness moment. I swear if you despawn. Day 121, the bird was back again. He, he kind of looks like a vulture. Well, hang on a second, don't vultures hang around things that are about to die? Anyway, the next day, I really don't know what I did to be honest. I just, I just sort of wandered around looking at squids and I planted a bit more sugarcane, so... Day 123, I tried finding an apple in the farmer's trades, but there's there's not one there. He doesn't sell apples. So I started saving up my sugarcane to make rockets because I need to find an island with a tree on it. I need apples. Well, to be honest, I don't need them, but I want them. This has turned into some sort of challenge now. It's not even about cheap trades anymore. This, vi this video should probably be called, I spent 200 days trying to look for a sapling, and here's what didn't happen. And then it's just me finding a sapling. The quest for an apple has quickly taken number one priority in my life. Day 125, I fed the chickens some melon seeds. And then began the search for an island. I know there are islands, I've seen them before, and so I figured if I go long enough, I have to come across one with the tree eventually, right? And now that I have these wings, it's so much easier to- Well, that's alright, I like boats anyway. So I continued the search and found more islands until eventually there was one that wasn't an iceberg and it actually, it actually had a tree on it. This could have so easily been a waste of time. Do you know how long I've been looking for a tree? For 127 days, Minecraft days, but they felt like real days. Day 128 and 129, I spent making my way back home. I don't know why I decided to fight these guys when I could have just swam past them. Maybe my confidence has grown since finding a sapling, or maybe I just wanted to show off how long I could hold my breath underwater, because it's a really long time. But on my way back, I saw another vulture, and that knocked my confidence back again. Day 130, I went and showed off my saplings to the villagers. Ha! They all pretended not to care, but really they were jealous. They know how many sticks you can get from one tree, and I had three of them. I had three trees, but I was about to have a heck of a lot more. I spent days 130 to 132 chopping down all of my bamboo and throwing it into the sea like the peasant method of collecting sticks that it is, and began a tree farm. I don't know what's going on here. 
Day 133 to 137, I spent fishing. Yep. Y yeah, you heard that right. Yeah, because listen, I need a name tag to make a better XP farm. The XP farm that I have isn't cutting it. And you can get name tags from fishing. Plus, I was actually getting some decent stuff. It was absolutely mind-numbingly boring, but I was getting decent stuff. By day 38, I had all of this treasure. Who knew all of this was just floating around in the ocean? But most importantly, a name tag. So using all of my glorious, my glorious trees, I harvested leaves and everything that I needed to get started on my XP farm. I don't know why I killed this squid. I think I was just curious to see what would happen. Unsurprisingly, the squid died to my sword and dropped an ink sack. Day 139, I got all of the materials that I needed ready and then got a visitor. I'd love to tell you that he started it, but well, they never do, so. Days 140 to 146, I spent making the XP farm, but we've all seen me do this before. It's nothing new. I'll leave the build link in the description as always, so that you can spend ages fearing of falling into the void and losing all of your stuff in your entire world, just like I do. Oh yeah, th this video almost was almost over here. You, you know it's a close call when I pause the game to think of the best way to get out of the situation. I'll just let this play so that your anxiety can be triggered. Looks like I won't have to be eating purely potatoes for much longer. Anyway, I carried on. I birthed Bob into the world and the Endermen don't like Bob. So naturally they tried to kill him. Little do they know, they fall into my pit where I kill them. I think that's karma. Days 147 to 155 I was working on my enchantments. I made an enchantment table at the farm and just, just did a lot of enchanting really. It wasn't as effective as it could be though because I was just about in range for some endermen to be spawning on the island. So I spent some time going around placing leaves where they spawned, and it was starting to work. So I carried on placing them, and now all of the endermen spawn right where I want them to. Day 156, unfortunately, I was back to doing villager stuff. I just thought that now I've got all these apples at my disposal, I should cure some villagers for some trades. So that's what I began to do. I made a platform for the mobs to spawn, and it didn't take long for a zombie to spawn and go, mmm, villager. But day 157, I went, sorry, bud, you've served your purpose, destiny fulfilled and all that, and cured my boy up. Then, ugh. I was back to finding books. I just needed a looting book. It took the rest of the day, but finally, I got looting two, so I combined it for looting three, and added a few more enchantments to my sword. The next day I headed back to the end to put the final enchantments on my sword, and now I'm pretty sure that's maxed out. Now, it, a maxed sword is, is cool and all, but you know what's way cooler? A trident, like way cooler. I can't be the king of the ocean without a trident. It just doesn't make any sense. So day 158 to 161, that's exactly what I went searching for. I just basically went around bullying anything holding a trident until they dropped one. And it took a while, but eventually your boy got a trident. Also, it is very hard to launch from the ocean. There it is. Disengage potato mode. So day 162, I put a mending book on it and healed it up, then disenchanted it, re-enchanted it, and just kept adding stuff until it looked good. I have, I have no idea what these enchantments do. 
163, I was getting a bit addicted to the fact that I can lob this thing at other things and it comes back to me. It feels cool. It feels way too cool. I just went around hitting things with it, especially pufferfish because they suck. But just about anything and everything was target practice. I, I just thought that was funny. The next day I went to the nether to get some nether wart so that I can make some more potions. My plan is to take over an ocean monument, so I need a potion of water breathing and night vision. Man, I'm addicted to this thing. Day 166 and 167 I spent breaking and entering into this place. They didn't stand a chance. It was quite unfair actually and sad. I, I just ran through them or swam through them, I guess. I found some deposits of sponge, but I couldn't break them yet. So I did some more searching and found a few more of those big fish. Once everything was done and the fish accepted defeat, I could break the sponge. So I collected it all up and then took it to the nether to dry it out. And then the next day, I was testing to see what Sponge does, and then I thought, yeah, yeah, I can make a build from this. I can make an underwater build. So days 168 to 190, <laughs> yep, yep, this build took a while. I was building something. I had, I had no plan as usual, but I did know that I wanted it to be underwater. And that's a bit harder than it sounds. I thought this would take a few days. It took much longer. I started by placing sand along the outside to make a frame, and then sucked all the water out, which was... Incredibly satisfying. I, I enjoyed that a lot. I then collected all of the sponge and started collecting sand for glass. The only sand available is underwater. So, well, actually everything is only available underwater here. But the point is, it was really hard to collect. It's really hard to collect sand underwater, especially this much sand. I thought sucking up the water was satisfying until I did this. Once all of the sand was gone, we were left with an awesome underwater thing, but I was actually really happy with how it looked. The next morning I realized how many iron golems I have now, and they're gonna definitely come in handy later on. So I continued building and then realized, hey, you know what would look even cooler? An underwater tunnel. So I began work on an underwater tunnel which was equally as hard to build and basically just turned out to be a mob spawner, but it did look incredible. In fact, it looked so good that I decided to make this my fortress of solitude. That's right, whenever I get mad about wandering traders not spawning, or villagers not giving me the right trades, I can just come down here to chill out. It kind of turned out though, that I need a fortress of solitude to build my fortress of solitude, because it was so annoying to build. Then to top it off, once I'd gone 127 days without a sapling, and went out searching for one for days, a wandering trader just now decides to spawn. Out of nowhere. Couldn't believe it. He didn't have any saplings though, so... So, I carried on while dodging weird sea creatures that I'm still too scared to battle, but eventually I finished the dome, and all that was left to do now was to empty it. This was much harder than before. It just kept refilling, and mobs just kept spawning. And you know what else kept spawning? More wandering traders. The dudes literally just spawned right in front of me. And then they despawned right in front of me. I had no idea you could ride them though. And I had no idea they were invincible. 
No, never mind. Eventually, though, my mob spawner, I mean my Fortress of Solitude, was almost complete, and by this time, I also had a ton more chickens, and I definitely didn't just add this clip to remind you to smash like. I wouldn't do that. I then worked on finishing the floor. I went for the same green wood and stone bricks to keep with the theme of the base. What's the theme, you ask? It's being too lazy to use any more than two materials. That's what the theme is. But did it matter? No, it did not. I'm not gonna lie. I was extremely impressed with how this turned out. I mean, it just looks awesome. It, look, it, it looks awesome from the surface, from underwater, from the sky. I would try and battle this thing, but I just have no idea what damage it does. I have no idea what it is. What is it, a shark? A whale? I can definitely battle a chicken though. Ah, it's awkward. I went to my Fortress of Solitude, and then on day 193 I headed to the nether for some wither skeleton skulls. Now for some reason, from here on until the end of the video, OBS decided not to record any gameplay audio. So I just thought I'd use this opportunity to add my own sound effects. Why not? I battled many skeletons and many ghasts, and then got my first skull. The second one took a lot longer to find. It actually took so long that I got bored and flew off for a while, just so that I could do something other than not getting any wither skeleton skulls. But then I got my second, and after a bit more smashing, I got my third. So day 197, I was back home and admiring my creation once again. And where did all of those mobs come from? It, w it was pretty awesome though. We had a little like skeleton battle party. It was, yeah, it was nice. Day 198, it was time for business. I decided I would use the iron golems to help me fight the wither, so I made an amazing battle platform. Not. I, I spent so long building the Fortress of Solitude, I, I literally don't have enough time to build a better area. So I went and harnessed the power of Solitude, and on day 100, I grabbed the boys and headed to the location. Apart from I realized that they're made of iron, and iron is a little bit more dense than water, and so they started sinking. Luckily, I could just drag them along with the leads, but it took ages and also gave me some sort of seizure. But that's fine. So off we went, and then we arrived, and it was time to make a few of my own iron golem. It was time to make a few of my own iron golems, and with the boys ready, we unleashed the wither. We lost a few friends, but we, we, we haven't lost them. They're, they're just sinking. All that was left was their floating remains. I did try and look for them to save them, but I, I couldn't find them anywhere. Oh well, I'll get over it. I gave their friend the bad news, but then reminded them that it was all for a good cause. My own selfish gain. So there we have it, 200 days in an ocean-only world. Let me know what you want to see next in this world, and just what you want to see next in general. And I'll uh, see you guys in the next one. Peace out. Manny, he actually genuinely looks sad.